So here's something from Jimmy Fallon's show, from The Tonight Show. He is, I guess, trying to do a comedy skit about the new COVID variant. Uh, that's actually hilarious. In fairness, I suppose, it's like it's maybe not easy to think of funny jokes about a COVID variant, but you're a comedian, so that's what you're supposed to be able to do. I don't have to think of the jokes. I'm not the comedian. You are. Instead of thinking of jokes, this is what Jimmy Fallon did. Let's play this. There was Alpha, then Delta, then Omicron next, but this latest variant might be the best. It's XBB.1.5, another brand of COVID-19 has arrived. It's a new strain, but it isn't the same. Sounds more like Elon Musk. red wine put on your mask when you're inside a facility it could be a robot from a star wars trilogy it's xbb.1.5 not omg or mp3 or tcby You gotta feel bad for the band there. They, they're not into it. They realize it's not even a good, like, we gotta, we have to, there, there have to be laws. There, there's no other way around this. There gotta be laws, okay? There have to be laws against being this unfunny. Uh, it's the, uh, criminal penalties are the only way that I can see to really solve this problem. This is, it shouldn't be legal to be this aggressively unfunny. And yet you have a comedy show. My God. And it's not even a good song. So, I think this, I don't watch any of the late night shows, but this is basically Jimmy Fallon. This is his shtick. This has always been his shtick, but he does a lot of musical stuff. And uh, what's the other guy that, that's, that's leaving his show? I can't even remember their name is, names anymore. Uh, same thing for him. Like that's, that's what all the, that's what all the late night shows are now. They're just like doing, it's a musical act. And usually that's a way around trying to be funny. Well, we'll just do a musical act instead. Okay. If you're going to go that route, I'd rather you just tell jokes that are funny, but if you're going to go the musical, at least make it a good song, a song that sounds passable as an actual song. That wasn't even that. That was like high school talent show level. Really bad stuff, but it's all part and parcel of the problem of, uh, of, you know, a, a whole profession of comedians and very few of them actually know how to do comedy. Now, Moving on, I also, I also had to, had this. This is a, a new gender. This is kind of a breaking news, I suppose. There's a, a new gender that has been added to the list now. I think this is new. It kind of, here's, here's the problem. You hear it described, and it, it sounds very familiar because this is how all of the fake made-up genders are described. But this is, even so, a new innovation. Listen. Hello, yes, I thought I should probably address this comment. I identify as gray gender which means I feel ties to certain genders, but um, it's really hard to describe, it's really hard to define. For me, it's really close to being gender fluid. I just don't personally feel like I have strong enough, um, consistent enough, like repeated enough dysphoria to call myself gender fluid. And in the end, I don't really care how people perceive me, hence gray gender, that's its definition. The thing is, sometimes I do feel dysphoria, and sometimes it's intense. 
So essentially, I will never care what gender of pronouns, what gendered compliments, what gendered questions um, you have for me. Occasionally, I will be feeling a certain set of pronouns more. Pronouns do not equal gender, but for me personally, they do. Thank you for asking. Oh, yeah, she doesn't. I don't care how you perceive me. I'm, I'm, I'm making this video to tell you all about my self-perceptions and to tell you how you should perceive me. But I don't care how you perceive me. Stop ignoring me, ignoring you! Sometimes I feel this pronoun. What the hell does it mean to feel a pronoun? How can you feel? I'm feeling a certain, I'm feeling very we right now. What does that mean, okay? Tell me what that means. Describe a pronoun feeling. Of course, it's all, it's all nonsense and it's all, it's, not only nonsense, but it's the worst kind of nonsense in that it is redundant nonsense. It just repeats, repeats itself, itself over and over, 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 over again. And all of the uh, alternative genders and the neo-pronouns, they are, they are all described as way. It's always the same video of some person, usually a woman, kind of holding her chin like she's being thoughtful. You know, this is how I would describe it. Sometimes I feel this way, sometimes I don't. Oh, you're moody, in other words. Okay. Join the club with every other woman on the planet. That's that, what you're describing is just you're moody. You're just you have moods. Actually, it's not just women that have moods. I tell you, men have moods too. Guess what? You don't need your own pronoun for every mood you happen to have, which doesn't make sense to begin with. It's extremely important to protect your online privacy with a VPN. Choosing a VPN you trust is equally as important. ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. Here's why. ExpressVPN doesn't log your online activity. They've even developed a trusted server technology that makes it impossible for their servers to store any data at all. ExpressVPN doesn't slow down your user experience. You can even stream HD videos with zero buffering. ExpressVPN is incredibly easy to use. That's maybe the best thing about it. All you gotta do, fire up the app, tap one button, and you're connected. It's not just me saying this. Business Insider, The Verge, many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the entire world. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash WalshYT today and get three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash WalshYT. Expressvpn.com slash WalshYT. Speaking of nonsense, I guess that's the theme. That's always the theme. Uh, here's, I don't, I don't know exactly where this is from. I don't think we need a lot of, uh, background for this. Some kind of podcast where we've got someone here talking about twerking. And she says that twerking, look, it's not just some person shaking their butt. There's something deeper going on with the twerking. And she explains here. Shaking is such a primal practice of releasing trauma and somatic blockages and emotions through our body, especially our hips. Mm -hmm. Our hips now we know is where we store emotions. Yep. So when you are twerking, when you're shimmying, you are literally releasing trauma, releasing, releasing stored emotions from your hips. When you're bending your knees, you're crouching on the floor, you're connecting to earth, you're connecting to the womb, you're restoring your energy. And that's why it's not even just an African dance, but in Middle Eastern dance, in Latin American dance, salsa mm -hmm. dance, bachata, every single dance form has some form of hip movement to it. This is also why zebras, when they're running away from a lion and they're about to get eaten and they make it into the nick of time, they shake their bodies off, release the trauma, 
and they come back to homeostasis. So I started to realize that as I was doing this, I was healing myself through all of these generations of collective trauma that now we know with epigenetics is actually stored within our systems. And I realized that twerking, shimmying, undulating, shaking truly is a spiritual practice. And now I share it as much as I can. <laughs> oh, that's what you're doing. That's, that's what strippers are doing. I'm sharing my spiritual practices. That's all. I guess strippers are like expressing their trauma in a certain way. That's how they end up in the strippers pool. Uh, this, this is all. No, no. Actually, what you're doing is you're just shaking your ass. That's all. That's all you're doing. You're whorishly shaking your ass. Uh, and you are, it is animalistic in a certain way. You know, you're like, it's a, it's a, it's a very primitive animalistic mating ritual, if anything. <laughs> Uh, lots of, uh, you know, I, I thought we would get some psychobabble. I didn't think that we would get the zoological part of that, um, where now we're told that, um, that zebras twerk as a coping mechanism after being chased by the lions. Don't let the lions know about this. You know, let, let's make sure lions don't find out that that's what happens. They, they're chasing the zebra. Zebra gets away. Lion says, oh man, I got to go find a different meal. Little does the lion know that the zebra's just over there in the bushes twerking, having a twerk fest. So just sneak up, take them while they're twerking. My God. This is where you store your emotions in your hip. And if you get close to the ground, you release those emotions. Now I always, I, I don't even, when I, when I watch a video like this or I see someone spouting absolute, absolute gibberish, my frustration is, is not as much with the person who's spouting the gibberish. Uh, because I, you know, I'm familiar with that. Like I'm, I, I, there are people out there that just have nothing to say. And so they, they spout gibberish. Like I get it. I mean, I don't get it. I can't understand the gibberish, but, uh, but I understand that those people exist. My primary issue is always with the person listening and taking it seriously. So the other person in the conversation, I blame them most of all. When you're sitting there and someone is telling you that you store your emotions in your hips and that twerking allows you to release those emotions into the ground? To what? So it seeps into the ground and your emotions poison the water supply? Like, how does that work exactly? But the person's sitting there and says, yeah, that makes sense. I could totally see that, yeah. This is a nice excuse, though. The idea that you, you store your emotions somewhere else in your body. So if you don't, you know, I, so I don't have a beer gut. I just, that's where I store my emotions. That's, that's where I store my ancestral trauma. It's all right there in the gut. All right. I can't even. I actually had one more thing to play, and I don't, I'm not even going to do it. I can't do it. I think we've seen enough. Did you know a baby's heartbeat uh, begins at just three weeks? At five weeks, you can hear it on an ultrasound. By six weeks, the baby's eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to move his or her hands. I'm telling you this because when a mother who is considering abortion is introduced to her child via ultrasound, when she hears the heartbeat for the first time, She's twice as likely to choose life. And that's how Preborn rescued 200 babies every day. They provide mothers with free ultrasounds so that they can meet the life that is growing inside them. Preborn needs our help to save these precious souls. For just 28 bucks, you can sponsor an ultrasound and save a life. And if you become a monthly sponsor, you'll receive stories and ultrasound pictures that, uh, of the lives that you help save. All gifts are tax deductible and 100% of your donation goes towards saving babies. To donate, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby or go to preborn.com slash Walsh. That's preborn.com slash Walsh.